What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. What's going on? We're live. We're doing it. It's been a long weekend, been a long day, and another restless, restless, sleepless news cycle. But thanks a lot for uh, joining us. Definitely appreciate it. Of course. You guys know what I do. I am Johnny Christ. Excuse me. I am Johnny Christ with Tommy D. Hello, guys. We're here. Night two of the Democratic debate tonight. That ought to be fun. Uh, we get the minors tonight, and then we get the majors tomorrow. That's how I look at it, because you got a bunch of nobodies on tonight one. <laughs> and that's really kind of like the only way to to actually kind of put that. Boy. <laughs> There's nobody of substance. What, what, There's what, nobody of what, substance. What, what are you trying to tell me? They're a little league team? <laughs> oh, they are. <laughs> They are horrible. I mean, we're like eight-year-olds at the Little League thing. Is that what we're trying to say? I mean, more or less. I mean, just to give everybody um, introspect as to who's doing what. Tonight, like the most notable person on tonight is Elizabeth Warren. That's that's about it. Yeah, I didn't actually look at the lineup. I know they did it by some kind of weird draw, but supposedly they were supposed to. Have oh, like... they made a big. No, no Bernie stick Sanders about is it. on too now. I believe I'm... Bernie's on too. Oh, I'm sorry, who's that? Yeah, he's a little bit. Yeah, more... Bernie's. Uh... He's a little higher up in the polls. Now that's true, but because I remember, I remember vastly falling. Yeah, but I remember reading a thing that he, he was opposite of uh, Joe Biden. So. Tonight's lineup is as such. You've got. Pudding eating Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buddha Judge, Beto O'Rourke, Amy Klobuchar, Maria Williamson, John Delaney, John Hickenlooper. <laughs> Who? Exactly. Thank you. You get it. Tim Ryan and Steve Bullock. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there was there I was, was. I was trying to remember one thing. Now, who's the one that just sued Google? You did see that. Yeah, that was. Um, I can't remember. remember that's another one. one who's on. Uh, I believe she's on night two. Okay. Uh, Bollocks! What the hell's that damn woman's name? Um, it, 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 it's yeah. You know. Yeah, that um. I call her the weird one. That's the one who stood up. She, she actually, she actually has an interesting point though. So I mean, I, I'll have to. I'm, I'm actually kind of 
I, I watched a story on her, and I was like, ooh, I'm trying to remember what her name is. I just can't remember her name. But, I mean, I was like. That goes to show you how irrelevant she probably is. Well, well, I, I didn't know the name. This is the nutcase who stood up at her pep rally and had all the white folks stand okay. up and then apologize to the black folks. Okay. Say I'm sorry, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, like one person said, you know, you may not agree with everything she stands for, but but her one point is very interesting because she went, sure. after, she went straight after Google, going, hey, uh, they're because uh, they're blocking her. It's Kristen, or or, uh, or, or is it Facebook? Which one of the two? But anyway, they blocked. I think it's Kristen Gillibrand. And, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. But they they blocked her. They actually blocked off her. What's it? It's Facebook. They blocked right. off her her. Uh, yeah, what's Facebook? They blocked off her her access to her web stuff, and they. Uh, she turned around and sued the crap out of them, and, and she may win, they said. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um, but we'll get back to the Democratic uh, debate because that, that'll that just be fun. <sighs> why, why, why? Why does President Trump have to get himself into so much hot water? He did it again. <laughs> and more or less. <laughs> and no, 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 not Donald Trump. <laughs> Only this time, he caught the wind and uh, got a little teary-eyed here. Now, the reason I'm playing this video is because for me to play the audio, you just you just wouldn't get it, I don't think. What the hell? I don't think anybody would really understand just all the little nuances, if you will. Like, the facial expression, expression sets it off. And uh, oh, we're going to talk about it because I feel it is extremely important to bring up. Um, let me uh, cue this on up. Where are you? I don't. All right. And have a look and listen to this.
So we just got all of that. That was something. Yes. Ah. <sighs> I, you know that this is going to probably sound really, really bad, but I'm going to say it anyway because I just don't give a, sh- you know, a crap in any way, shape, or form. Victor Blackwell, you grabbing, you grabbing so hard, so hard for sympathy. President Trump didn't say nothing about the people who live there. He wasn't making a synonym against, you know, COPs or nothing else like that. Nobody, stop it. Okay, just cut the shit. That is, that is a, that's a brutal, 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 nasty thing. All right, here's some facts that people may have, and often do, overlook. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Bernie Sanders called Baltimore a third-world country. This is in 2015. The mayor of Baltimore basically said the same thing. Or it on up. Actually, if you want an interesting thing, go look up the mayor of Baltimore. I I think it was the mayor that just left, but she's going around talking about... Can you smell that? And this is actually on video. Can you smell that? Can you smell the dead animals? Yeah, I mean, and this she's is, making a, this is a tour of her own city, and it's just sad. It is really, really sad because I get it. You know, the guy was born in Baltimore. You know, so he yeah. has a soft spot. Quick side note: Do you realize, Mister Blackwell? And I hope somebody passes this video on to you. Do you realize that you? inadvertently are proving what the president says to be true. Notice what you said. I used to live there. Oh, so you don't live there anymore. Oh, okay. So you love you love Baltimore so much that you found it necessary to not return back to Baltimore after you were done with college. Hmm. The facts are is that half of that is exactly correct. There are good people there who work yes. there. There are good people yes. who do the best with what they have. And I will even defend Congressman Cummings. He's doing everything he possibly can. That is being noted. Well, I don't, I don't Why? know. Why? Because of the, I like, don't know if that's true, but go ahead. A congressman's job is to bring money into the city. Now, what the mayor does, right. that's on him. Okay, yeah. Okay, now, if you want to yeah. okay, say it that way, yes, because I believe Absolutely. the Obama administration gave Baltimore, I think it was $1.6 billion, by the way. That is with a B right. to the city of Baltimore. But sure. they've also lost over 300,000 residents. Well, and... We more. don't know why they're moving, okay? That that type of information has not been released. Uh, well, they're moving because of, well, the, the, the point cited was they were moving because of the decay of the city. Right. But this is getting extremely irritating to me because every time Trump says something, he's he's being racist. Get the fuck out of here! Well, actually, the, the, co- the whole comment he made was not racist. I mean, if you if you actually <clears throat> you. read the comment, the comment yes. itself did not attack a person. No, it didn't attack it, it, anybody. Did attack, only thing, only person it really attacked was Elijah Cummings in his yeah. district, talking about how bad his district was. Now, the interesting thing about it was that that's his know, game, though. What what was it? Was it tactful? Uh, no, Trump's about as tactful as a hand grenade in a crowded room. Uh, <laughs> But uh, good Trump, bad Trump. When Trump's n- Obama said it best, not every problem is a nail. Right. 
So when Trump swings and hits a nail, it's very satisfying. But when he hits a baby, it's not quite so satisfying. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he always uses a sledgehammer for everything. So, I mean, you know, but uh, but the but the interesting thing about it is after the comment, everybody's screaming and yelling about how racist sure. everything is. You know, we had to do that. And then the next set of comments, which started the very next day, was so they go, go fact checking. Well, the problem with it is they went to go fact check him, and all of a sudden, what he said was uh, true. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said, could it have been more tactfully done? Yeah, maybe he could have done more tactfully. But but he's pointing out a problem that actually exists. I mean, and, and, and they're saying it's not a small problem. I mean, they went through like well, – yeah. Said like Orkin said they were the third most infested rat city in, yep. the, in the United States. Uh, talk about how, how that is. How the, mean, <laughs> yeah, the medium in, the medium income there – Median income there was like ten thousand dollars less than anything across the United States. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean why can't know, people just be intellectually about, honest? About they talked it. about the unemployment rate being like twenty two and a half percent, and they're saying that somewhere you know, yeah, you know. So, so I mean, you know, the points that when they go looking into what's going on, right, and then all of a sudden they go and they got one, you know, like I said, one point, I think it was one point six or something like that, one point six billion dollars to help the city, and the question is, where did the money go? Right, because they, you know, they said you know, it was supposed to be for improvements and cleaning the city and building housing and things like that. You know, and sure, all of a sudden now, you know, they're like, you know, how many two thousand square foot homes could we have built for a billion dollars? Now, I agree with this. The problem again is this is just what Trump does. Any any congressperson who who doesn't like Trump or tries to hold Trump to task, Trump attacks him. Okay, it's it's not a COP thing, all right? I mean, the man the man crucified the freaking person in California oh, over oh. over in uh San Francisco. Oh, oh, no, he went after Nancy Pelosi. He went after Na- Nancy yeah. Pelosi who was the speaker of the house. So he went after her hard and you know, talked about how you know the fact there was needles on the ground, which they they they've already documented this. Uh San Francisco has what they call the poop patrol. <laughs> Which is actually a real thing. They actually have city employees that go around and spray down sidewalks with disinfectant because people are going to the bathroom on the city sidewalks. I mean, this is true. And they, you know, they're, they're, they, the point was made that, you know, she lives in a gated community. And, you know, from one side, you know, I believe it was, you know, from her residence to her office is something like a mile or something like that. And they were talking about how between, you know, those two areas, how bad the actual streets and stuff were, and this is in her district. I mean, this is within a mile of her house, of her residence. Yeah, I mean, the man said the twitter. So, so I mean, you know, the bad thing about it was he points it out, and then everybody goes, "Oh my God!" You know, that's. But yeah. then you go down and go checking the, uh, exactly what's going on. Like, hmm, hey, hold on a minute now. It's kind of hard to argue with a guy when they actually got needles on the ground in the poop patrol, or you know, in well, yeah. the case of Baltimore, they've got you know areas of the city that are totally unlivable, and. You know, they were talking about how I believe it was Bernie Sanders that was the one. And this was in 2015, so now we're talking four years ago. Who said that Baltimore looked like a in that portion of Baltimore looked like a third world country, not the United States? Well, and it's it's getting to the point now where anything you disagree, like it is almost to the point to where if if Donald Trump came out and said I'm against cancer, everybody would flip out. So what do you mean that's bad? Yeah, that's how bad it's getting right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it, you know the, what they call Trump derangement syndrome is getting. I mean, you know, let, let, if you want to have a, it is bad. <laughs> if you really want to have a serious conversation, okay, you know what what the point was, and this sounds terrible in a way, but 
this is a reflection of the party politics we're in, but he's you know, the top ten city, worst cities in the United States all have been run by Democrats, and they've been run by Democrats for years. And that's the things that they were really trying to point out. Right. Now, whether you know, whether or not you believe that or not, that's up to you to do a little bit of research on your own. Right. Uh, Donald Trump tweeted this on February 20th of 2019. California now wants to scale back their already failed fast train. Now, why the man puts goddamn parentheses around random shit, I have no idea. Well, that was your high-speed rail. <laughs> Project by substantial, substantially shortening the distance that is so long between L.A. to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Complete waste of federal dollars. Billions wasted. Yes. Did you keep up on that story at all? Uh, bits and pieces, but the reason why I bring it up is because it's this is the game that he plays. Okay, if you, if you're a congressperson and you disagree with Trump, you're basically a target now. That you're basically going to be, you know, you will be the subject of scrutiny. You will be in a Twitter follow. <laughs> you will be part of the Twitter feed. Like I said, sometimes you want to take his Twitter from him. Sometimes you're like, okay, go ahead. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, in yeah. January. He tells uh, Nancy Pelosi to clean up the streets of San Francisco. That was a di- that is a direct quote from his tweet. But yet he only targets people of color, which that's a horrible phrase. I want everybody to know that. If you run around talking about people of color, like my grandmother, my great grandmother referred to African Americans as colored people. Mm-hmm. Like who the hell still uses that? That that was a yeah. That was the norm. But I mean, but you're correct. I mean, you know, the, idiots. The, the, the people of color always was a reference to African Americans. That was the way it was always done. So uh, if a white person a is, sudden, now is they've, exceptionally they've, pink, are they a person of color? Well, must be. I mean, you know, they, they, they've they've expanded the they've expanded the definition of it out a little bit farther than it used to be. So. Sometimes they talk about people of color, and they're going, "Okay, well, idiots." You know, everybody from from Puerto Rico now, or is considered a person of color. Everybody yeah. from Guatemala is considered a person of color, and I, I hate to say that, but that was not the way it was done. You know, right. It, it was not you know, when you said a person of color. You know, it was an African American term is what they were describing. Right. And that's been changed a little bit. Well. We all look forward to see how this nonsense will play out. We'll probably report on all the BS, you know, people like Al Sharpton, you know, have you know have weighed in on this. Yeah, he's can't believe to, the media has made that man relevant. Again. He's supposed to be going down there to to have some kind of comfort. Of course, he like, is. And about, those two have been throwing each other under the bus all morning. I'm like, oh. Well, here's the bad thing about it, and let's, let's really have a real conversation real quick. The bad thing about it is if the conditions in Baltimore actually are that bad, which I'm not saying they're not because I haven't been there, so I don't know. Yeah. Just, just by the news report. We don't live there. But, I mean, if the conditions are that bad, and it really is that bad. Right. You know, then why don't, you know, why don't everybody come together on something for that? Because, I mean, I'm sure anybody would not want anybody living in that kind of condition. I know I wouldn't want to see How somebody living in that How dare condition. you try to suggest solution? Well, yeah, I know. Race. Yeah. You know, you know, somebody actually says, okay, hey, hang, <laughs> hang on, let's have, a, let's have a meeting and everybody sit down here and actually talk to one another instead of playing politics and say, how do we right. fix this neighborhood? Eh, you know, right. that person's going to get howled down because whatever. 
I mean, Baltimore has been a very questionable city ever since the days of Marion Barry. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they, That's they, facts right there. I'm married. Yeah. Yeah, Marion Barry. I thought he was D.C. Okay. Six one half dozen. <laughs> but, so. but 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 I mean you know yeah I mean some of these cities they really do need a revamp badly and it's not, oh no and, I agree and, with and it's that. not just Baltimore there's oh, more sure. there's more of them out there but I mean you know if you really want to have a serious conversation about trying to improve things then fine right. but you also can't have well, I I believe your quote and there was infestation but you also can't have people killing one another because I mean Baltimore in 2017 was mm. guess what the Myrtle capital of the world. I'm so, at least the US. I'm so you know what that you do great and you don't even know it. And if you want to talk about infestation, then talk about infestation. That's what you what know, a great use of the word. Cr- crime is you know crime can be considered the same thing. Most time we talk about infestations, you're talking about oh I don't know bugs or rats or something like that. But I the mean the closest Donald crime Trump infestation is, could also mean crime. The closest thing Donald Trump has ever even said as it pertains to. Rodents, animals, and people is the wonderful reporting that former creditable news source, the New York Post, said that Donald Trump was calling all Latin people animals when, in fact, he wasn't. He was calling MS-13 animals. And let's be honest, MS-13 are a pack of animals. Let's just be honest and real about that. They really are. They're not here to clean up the streets. They're uh-huh. here to cause crime. Oh well, yeah, you you want to go into MS thirty? Yeah, that okay. Yeah. Let's, let's have you want an interesting talk. Yeah, let's do that one because I mean, hey, you know, they're finding dead bodies everywhere from them. They they kill people just because Absolutely. I don't know, just to kill people. Exactly. So we yeah, will true. all keep our eye on that. But like I was saying, it's great use of that word killing because it's going to segue into our next topic. Federal. Federal, federal. They are bringing back the death penalty, and I, for one, am excited about it. (laughs) Attorney William Barr, you may remember him. Uh, Yeah, you guys know who he is. Yeah, the guy that Congress impeached. (laughs) (laughs) Clearing the way for five death row inmates to be put to death. Let's have a brief discussion about how many people said that this is a horrible idea. Representative Ilhan Omar called it unjust and it does no good. I'm sorry, but when they put the Oklahoma City bomber to death, that seemed like a pretty good thing. Well, the problem with it is is that they don't... If if you want to go into death penalty thing, the problem with it is is like one person said before, you know, uh, the it's not used... As fast. I mean, when you get somebody and you put them to death, and it takes twenty something years to kill the person. Sure. I mean, you know that that's kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, if if you're doing it and it's taking them two or three years, and everybody's like, "Hmm, I really don't think I want to go kill somebody because they're going to kill me in the next four, three or four years if they catch me for murder." Well, and just because that we're a fair group of individuals that him and ourselves are, um, there is a list of the five inmates that will be put to death, according to yeah, you can list the crimes. It's kind of interesting. According to the questionable news source known as CNN, they go as such. Daniel Lewis Lee. He was, according to this, he was found guilty in May of 1999 of the U.S. District Court of the Eastern District of Arkansas. Okay. 
uh, is a member of the white supremacy group who killed a family of three. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Peace out. Hold on. Say that again. Daniel Lewis Lee is a member of a white supremacist group who uh, killed a family of three. White? White? Were they actually talking about killing a white supremacist? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, I, I, I'm amazed that's not breaking news everywhere. Go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> three counts of murder in an aid of racketeering and then sentence to death. His execution date, December 9th. To lose. Um... Lamont Mitchell. Lamont Mitchell was found guilty in May of 2003 in Arizona. He was found guilty for stabbing a 63-year-old grandmother to death and then forcing her 9-year-old granddaughter to sit next to her body during a 30 to 40-mile drive. He then slit the girl's throat twice. She also died. Oh, well, 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 well. There's a class individual. <laughs> You're right. Put, put, putting these great people to death, uh, Congresswoman Omar, you know, is really just a bad idea. Next. <laughs> Next, too. Oh, uh, Wesley Perky. Mr. Perky was found guilty November of 2003 in Missouri for violently raping and killing a 16-year-old girl before dismembering and burning her body. He was also convicted of using a claw hammer to kill an 80-year-old woman. His execution date, December 13th, right before the holidays. Outstanding. Oh, now I know I'm going to butcher this damn last name. Alfred Bergoski. Okay. <laughs> You're like, all right. He, he Spelling was, not included. Go ahead. That's right. <laughs> he was found guilty at the great state of Texas for tur- torturing and sexually molesting his two-year-old daughter before beating her to death. Then he was found guilty on a second count of multiple offenses, including but not limited to murder and molestation. So this is a multiple thing. I'm, I'm amazed he he uh, is at the federal level and not Texas. Texas would have already taken care of him. They, Ooh, they don't yeah. play with that. Mr. Dustin Lee Hawkins. Ooh. From the great, from the great state of Iowa. He was sentenced. Uh, he is sentenced to death in January 15 to 2020 for murdering five people, including a single mother, her 10-year-old, and six-year-old daughter. They didn't give the other two names, but he was found guilty in 04. Yes. I see no problem with any of this. Yeah, it, I, I'm sure what it, what it probably the federal charges probably because they were transported across state lines. That's all I think I can think. I see zero. Zero problem with this. The only, the only slight wiggle room is when I was at the gym this morning, one of the trainers is like, the only problem with fully instating the death penalty is right now we have people who've done bad things and and they're willing to turn themselves in. You implement the death penalty and they may not be quite so, you know, willing to come forth. Okay, but I mean, they've always a lot. A lot of people have done this. I mean, you know, the plea comes and you turn yourself in, and you know, you take the death penalty off off the table. They're, they've done that 
more oh, than absolutely. once. I mean, you know, you, you turn yourself in and we'll take the death penalty off the table. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, there, there, there's some... The bad, you know what the really sad thing about this is that everything that you've done was in the early in the early 2000s because the Obama administration for the time they were in they stopped the death penalty hmm. so for eight years there was nothing he's just restarting what had been happening before I mean there's been a lot of people that were executed it's part of the world not that big of a deal one thing about it is that don't do the crime. Yeah, like the old like the old Beretta TV show. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> well, damn! I'm looking on this uh, on this website called thefamouspeople.com, and it says people you people who are famous who were executed. First one they put up is Jesus Christ. I'm like, good lord, stop it! <laughs> I get it. It's funny as shit. Oh, we have a caller. We do have a caller. Caller, you're live on Suncoast on Point. What's up, Johnny? This is Doug. Hey, what's going on, brother? Not much. Hey, man. Hey, I'm about public hanging. I say, you know, if you get caught red-handed killing somebody, you know, something like that, I'm one of the types of guy, I wouldn't mind taking somebody out there and just hanging them right in the middle of town square. Good for you. <laughs> I co-signed that. Rope. And reusing the rope on the next person. Oh, they don't even get a sterile rope, huh? They don't get a sterile rope. <laughs> Well, they keep arguing so, about, you know, what what is a humane way to do it. I said, hey, well, what about firing squads? We can bring those back. Well, that's too many bullets, man. That's a dollar a bullet. I don't want to waste that. Oh, that's true. Well, that's you know, you got call. seven guys. You know, not everybody has a bullet. I can spend about 20 bucks <laughs> on 100 feet of rope. And 100 feet of rope will get you about 100 hangings. Oh, yeah. You know, and you got to think, I mean, I know that sounds cruel, but you got these men out there raping women, you know. But then on the other hand, now I will say, you, from the '80s, you got a lot of people that's being caught, found. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Sure. You got a lot of people being found now that we got different technology. About hey, this guy didn't do this; it was somebody else. Oh. Well. You know, you got you got that too. But then on the other hand, you're like, hey, if you get caught red-handed, like the guy that you were talking about that made the nine-year-old girl sit next to her dead grandmother yeah, that's tore up. Trip, and then flip, and then cut the little girl's throat. You know, I have no sympathy for an individual like that. Who would? Me, personally, I would, hey, put me in the jail cell with him. I'm going to beat him to death with my bare hands and be done with it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not the type of, I'm a very nice, laid-back person. Sure. Yeah. I love people, but if you hurt women or children... Dude, that's one thing I just can't handle. There, there's just certain people in the society, no matter what you do, that I mean, and people's like, oh, you can, you can help these people. No, there are certain people in society that are beyond help. You cannot help them. I agree. I you, mean, know, you know, once you, know, you once you've done something like that, there is no turning back. Yeah. I mean, if you have, if you have taken someone's life in point blank range, I don't care if it's you know, it, 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 if you did it to protect yourself or whatever. You're never going to be right again. Look at our military men and women. Okay? They take someone's life. They come back home. They're never the same. Yeah, that's a good point. Never. No, no. It, it, a, lot, a lot of people have never fa faced those kind of situations. That, that, that Those stress level situations like that, yeah, they, they, they do change you. And, it, you know, you take someone's life. I mean, just taking someone's life will change you. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. You have, now, you have now no longer will see that person. Not not even not even if you take somebody's life. Just being in the situation where you may have to will change. Yes. Doug, brilliant point. Thank you so much, sir. I definitely do. I appreciate uh, the phone call. Yep. See you guys. All right. Later. The man is right. Okay. Now, this is what I don't understand. The death penalty has served a lot of good. A lot of good. Some of the people yes. who have fallen victim to the quote-unquote the bad death penalty, Ted Bundy. Oh, yes. John Wayne Gacy. Yes. Timothy McVeigh. Yes. Gary Gilmore. Yes. <sighs> I mean, I mean, like, like, tell what? me how the death penalty, you know, works so bad. It it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, you and can, that's also the most extreme extreme cases. Well, you've always got people that say turn around and throw the right of the key. Okay, now that's a problem. I mean, okay, but I mean, it's still costing money either way you look at it. I mean, now he has he is right on a certain point. I will, I will give Doug credit on a certain point. You know, with the advances in DNA that we've had, some of these cases I'm going to have to go back and they're going to have to look through a couple of them just to make sure that you know the wrong person wasn't convicted or so sure. i mean you know if you want to argue that the, you know, some of the early 80s and 90 and some of the 90s cases may have to be looked at again because of the advances okay i could you know i can see that um like with uh the central park five although right uh, well, uh, well i'm saying mm-hmm. there, there, there are certain cases that need to be looked back at you know sure. and, and the evidence at the time they were totally guilty uh dna have, has advanced to a different point that we are and you know you really don't want to put an innocent person to death. I, I I I get it. So I mean, you know, you go back and you, you know, they're actually starting to mandate that some of these things be retested just to make sure. And I have no problem with that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see when the last um, death penalty was 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 performed in Florida. I want to say that was like 2002, but I don't know that. No, it's, it's color. You're live on Suncoast on Point. Hello? Hello? Oh, well, fine. Piss off. They want to talk to us. <sighs> I mean, it does happen. Uh, because, like, the last one that that I could find is Alan? Alan. Oh, I thought they did one in the last... Alan Norbus. I think they did one in the last two or three years, I keep thinking. Well, this was in... I think Rick Scott's on one. Uh, 2002 in Florida lethal injection. I don't know. If anybody knows that answer, please call in and uh, let us know. Ah, all right. And and Bree brings up a really good point. Having somebody sit on death row for 10 to 20 years is kind of an insult to the family of the victim. Like, sometimes you just got to, shit, if I go and steal something in Saudi Arabia, you know what? I'm getting my damn hand cut off. That's just how it is. Nothing, nothing is okay with people throwing a fit about the death penalty coming back. I'm all in favor. If you're a pedophile, you should be publicly hung and or publicly castrated. Take your pick. I'm, I'm okay with either or. <clears throat> yeah, they they've uh but all these death penalties aren't even set to take effect until, you know, December, January. Uh, no, he may he may have something. Look that one up. We may have had one this year. Really? 
Bobby Joe Long, it says. Huh. Mm. All right. According to this, which is not always correct. Right. Uh, well, it says here we had one May 23rd. Negative. Yeah, the last one put to death, according to Wikipedia, was Bobby Joe Long. Yep, May 23rd. Huh. Well, it's nice to see that uh, things don't go too far off the beaten path. But from national to local. If you idiots are not locking up your damn cars, you're getting every damn bit of problems that you're running into. I don't care what side of suburbia in Sarasota you living in right now. Doesn't matter. Sarasota police are investigating 13 car burglaries in 96 hours. Mm -hmm. That's freaking nuts. That means people are not locking their cars. People are trusting this shit. Believe you me, all right? I stay at my mother's house while my kid is down. My mother lives in a very nice area. She lives in what's called Vintage Sarasota. Like a phenomenal, like right on the water. And they, they just now have started locking their doors. There for the longest time because I grew up in that house. When my mother croaks, that house will be my house. But we used to sleep with the doors unlocked. Yes. Didn't matter because everybody had everybody's back. Yeah, that, that, that was the little town I grew up in. The little town I grew up in when I was growing up as a boy, nobody locked nothing. Yeah, now. I mean, you know, it, it was not unusual to knock on somebody's door and stick your head in the door and say, hey, I'm here, see you. And, you know, yeah. Now, now, nowadays, you get your head blown off. <laughs> but Wrap uh, your mind around that 13. Hmm? That's a lot. And that's in like four days. That, well, that's 13. I'm amazed it's not higher, actually. <sighs> Man. Because, I mean, you know, people, you know, believe it or not, people don't do it. It's kind of interesting, you know, if you... You couldn't do it like in Walmart because they got security cameras. But if you, yeah, there there are certain places you could go around that legitimately could check the cars. You'd be amazed if you didn't get in trouble for it. You'd be amazed how many cars you would actually open up. So lock your car. Yeah, please do that. I mean, don't be silly. Don't be stupid. Don't be doing anything. And if you get the right element, and you, and, you know, we always talk about the poor drug user, which I'll, I'll put this out. You know, but it, you know, the guy that's really desperate for stuff, he will take everything. I've actually seen him. I know the little town I even wrote was in, you know, worked in and stuff like that. You know, the area I worked in, hell, we had them breaking into cars for change. I'm talking about change. Oh wow! They, they were they were they would actually smash windows out for like five dollars and change. How ridiculous is that? Looking for the next high. <laughs> Apparently, holy crap! That's. I mean, I remember one case I had where they actually broke the window of broke the window out of the car, and what for what? Yep, five bucks. Five dollars. Five dollars. Took the ashtray and dumped the ashtray in her hands. Didn't take anything else, just the ashtray. Oh. And the guy goes, I think I had like five dollars in there. <laughs> oh. He oh, said horrible. he said if he wanted it that bad, he said he could come knock on the door. I said, I'll give him ten dollars not to break my window. Uh, <laughs> well Because to replace the window was two hundred like two hundred and fifty dollars, which means guess what? He had to pay for it because it was below his deductible. Oh, that that is garbage. Well, most shit. people's deductibles are five hundred dollars. A lot of people are five hundred dollars deductible, so you get to pay the first five hundred dollars before they'll before they'll start fixing your car. So you know you break a window out and you throw three four hundred bucks to get the window put in, but it's normally always less than your deductible. 
Uh, this is a story that just broke, uh, well, er- earlier this morning. The title of it is Some Felons, Some Felons Unable to Pay Fines, Fees to Vote in Miami-Dade County. Okay. This pissed me the fuck off. Oh, God, this pissed me off. Officials in Florida's largest county want to help convict convicted felons regain voting rights more quickly by setting aside some financial penalties. The Miami Herald reported that Miami-Dade State's Attorney Catherine Fernandez announced at a press conference yesterday that she's been working on a plan with local authorities since early June of last year. Last year, Florida voters approved Amendment 4 restoring felons right to vote and correct other than sex offenders and convicted murderers yeah there, there, there were some there were some things that they couldn't be done i would love to get one of these yahoos on the damn phone and figure out like are you really gonna stop somebody from voting because of money well what i don't understand about it is they didn't put a provision in the law why don't you put a provision in the law that says they got to pay um Okay, let, let's play devil's advocate and play it both ways. Um, One-fourth of what's owed to, to vote. So if you owe, you know, you have to pay right. a fourth. That way you're paying something back to the system and you're getting your you're getting the right to vote. You know, and every time the election comes up, you have the same criteria until you pay your debt off. Well, and here I, is... I mean, I mean so, so, that way you're paying something in, but you're getting something in return for paying the fines. Okay, there's a solution. Well, and there is, but on on Suncoast, on Suncoast News, uh, ABC Seven, WWSB, they do a live show, and one of the points that they were making was, "Well, I don't want to pay for the court costs, lady. You have already paid for the court costs. You already done it. You do it all the time. So unless unless the county is going to start issuing out refund checks." Which we all know that that's not going to happen. Are you really that upset about having to cover somebody's court costs when you subjectively don't even know that you've already done it? You're you have already paid for it. It's already happened. Yeah. You're getting paid two or three different ways out of that one. Yeah. What what most what most people don't understand about court cost is court cost is is a reimbursement to the state. That's what it is. It's it's not it's a already, reimbursement for what though? It it's for the judge and the courtroom and. The building and the electricity and all that. I mean, it's, in essence, what it is is a reimbursement for the state. That's all. They're they're being your the person your pa- court cost or paying cor- to keep the lights on. Your court cost or paying the state back for keeping the lights on. As one somebody as somebody once told me one time, the United States has got the weirdest court system in the world. Yep. You hire you hire police officers to catch them. You hire attorneys to prosecute them. You hire attorneys to defend them. You hire a judge to watch them, and then you hire or to hold the trial. Uh, you pay for the people. For the verdicts, right? And if they're found guilty, then you hire some. Then you then you build a building to keep them in, and then you hire somebody to watch them. And it's all paid for by the taxpayers. And so, a lot of places that's not done that way. Well, and I know that there are public, um, or correction, that there are private inmate facilities. Indiana has one. Oh, oh no, no, no. The, yeah, but normally what you'll find out is a private inmate facilities they have a contract with the government. Yep. Because <laughs> they can run them cheaper, they said. So your ability to vote and make something care and make it worthwhile depends on your ability 
to pay your court cost, and well, that's what and that's what the big hubbub is. Well, like I said, it's all about. But I mean, you know, if you want a if you want a legitimate way of doing something a little bit different, then you know, like I said, you know, like why even let them off probation? Like, make that a provisory in their probation. You have to pay all of your supervising costs, which that would be a fine. You know, supervised costs, you got to pay it. Well, supervision costs, it's the same thing. It, it's just it's just a f- way to pay back. Yeah. And, and this is a, all you're doing is you're paying the state back for the time that they spent to, to spend money, which. If anybody thinks that the state of Florida is hurting for money, they obviously haven't seen the red light tickets that, that they cash in on. Uh, no, well, tickets are bad. If you, you know, go back and see how many fees you pay. Florida doesn't have, have a state income tax, which, thank God they don't. But they are a fee-based system, which means that every time you do something, look at the fees. Yep. You want to have something interesting, go check your – go to the DMV and have them look up on a computer system that's already paid for by the state. And the guy tells you, oh, that's going to be 16 bucks." And I sit there floored. I'm going, it's already on the system. I know it's on the system. I've used the system. I know it doesn't cost $16 to go into it, but the clerk's offices charge you what to go actually go look up your own driver's license on yep. their system. Which is already in their system, and they can look it up. And three-quarters of the time, they've already got it pulled up when you sit down. <laughs> when I tried to go apply for clemency, the only reason why I got it, got all my cases for free, was because I was doing that. Mm-hmm. That is one of the few free systems that they have. Yeah, they charge you like $2 a page for every report that's ever yep. done. They, I mean, you know, they, they, trust me, it's all fee-based. Yeah, they, and this is – and. But you can trust them. You should trust them. Nah. No. I don't trust not a lick of them. Uh, what do you got? You got anything? Uh, let's see. I was looking at a federal case that we were talking about earlier. Okay, what you got? That, that I thought was kind of interesting. All right. Uh, so all everybody that has medical marijuana cards and... For medical marijuana, somebody needs to go word out to Cha Cha about this about, because I would love to hear. Oh, Cha Cha, yeah, yeah, Cha Cha will go off. Uh, do you know that if you have a weapon or you're buying a weapon, you're committing a crime, a federal crime at that. So you're not allowed to possess a firearm if you have a medical marijuana card. Get the fuck out of here! I didn't know that. Because That's crazy. Because under federal law. The use of marijuana is still considered illegal, ah. and since it's still illegal, it says on the thing to possess a firearm or to purchase a firearm, you cannot be under the influence or using illegal drugs. Huh. But under federal law, it is still illegal to use marijuana. They really just need to just bite the bullet. And, and in 2016, they actually came out with that and said that, you know, hey, you know, that it was illegal to, to, to do that. And ah. they actually come out with guidance on that. Well, it is what it is. Which I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> kind of shocked me for a minute there when I was reading that. I'm like, Perhaps wow. people will be a tad smarter. Well, you know... It, We've we've had the medical marijuana argument. Um, it was voted on by the people. I mean, there has been some good things about marijuana that's came out. I mean, you know, and, and they're they're continuing to do studies on marijuana, uh, which I find you know interesting into itself because you know, sure, 
So, so I mean, you know, on, on that point, if you want to argue that, that's that's very good, right? Uh, so you know, it doesn't it, affect me any which way because I don't do it. I, I, well, I don't do it either. But I mean, but depending on who you ask, that could be part of my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had, a, I've had a couple of people tell me I should go do it just to chill me out. But uh, you know, so, so we're we're talking about that that aspect of it, you know. So I mean, but for cancer patients and things like that, I mean, right. they've done the scientific studies, you know, and they say that it does help. So, sure. you know, do we give up gun rights for for marijuana use? Now they're not saying being high when you're doing it. That's a whole different story. But I mean, you know. Yeah, I need to find that story, and uh, I need to send that over to the boys. To Cha-Cha? Well, to the boys, and then let the boys post it, and then they can go ahead and backtrack it. Because I would – you know what? If Cha-Cha talked about this subject on her show, I would actually watch her show. I, I, I swear to Moses I would You'd watch her show it. more? No, I'd watch her show. I, I, I will be completely honest. I do not catch every show on STLR. Um, can't even BS about it. Like I try to stay up, but I just can't because by the time I get home from you know from the Mad Titans that are on before her, it's like I will sometimes catch like the first twenty minutes and then like I'm passed out. Like I probably yeah. have an onslaught of negative messages and text messages in my phone because <laughs> because I just pass out and uh, I'm tired. I wake up at five in the morning. Like, what do you people want from me? <laughs> cut cut me some slack. Um, we don't really have a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, we do want to send out a personal shout-out to Joe Abel, founder of Fighting for a Cure. Yes, we do. Good for him, man. He raised $17,000 that was donated to the American Cancer Society on Sunday. Wonderful turnout. Yes. Great times. Yes, yes. Um, if Me you, and you both were there. That was, that yeah. was awesome. That, yeah. That, that was an awesome, awesome show. So so kudos to him because he's doing a good thing. Yeah. Doesn't he have a website or something like that? Up I believe so. I don't know that. Uh, check fightingforacure.com. I didn't check. I mean, I, did, I wonder if he could still contribute to the Oh, probably. To the cause, because I mean, he they they did a very, a very awesome show on that. That was that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, you know, we all look forward to hopefully doing bigger stuff with that and seeing how that grows. But we just wanted to throw that on out. Yeah, I, I give that man mega 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 kudos because oh, absolutely i mean he donates everything to that he 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 takes nothing yeah uh, nothing and that's at something all. And, and that uh, is something that that's that that's a class act right there for somebody to put on that kind of stuff and if you've never been or done anything like that that takes a lot of work that is not a an easy project i most definitely do agree and even with even with help that's still not an easy project cuz i believe he pr- he promotes it and everything else so that is oh, I, yeah. I was that's the first one I had been to, and I was thoroughly impressed with everything that was done. That was that was a a, a good shout out to him. Oh, absolutely! And seventeen thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, that is uh, that is definitely not something to not sneeze for at. yeah because it wasn't you know and, and you know plus Big Foley was there. Oh yeah, I mean it was it was cool just being around that sort of stuff. Um, so we don't really have too too much. Um, going on so we're going to probably go ahead and bounce but tonight we got night one of the democratic um debate and then night two is on thursday or correction wednesday i'm sorry i'm sorry and then we will all get to see uh joe biden and kamala harris go at it again 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it, the man's made no bones about it. He ain't pulling no punches. Supposedly they're not going to blindside him. He is more prepared this time. That's what I read. That's it. And, but I uh, mean, and if you are interested in this kind of stuff, you mean you okay? Know, watch and see what's going on. I mean, you know, I know everybody doesn't agree with everything that's going on, but I mean, try to keep a little bit of more of an open mind on some of this stuff. I mean, he we, damn sure said that. Corey Spartacus Booker's not going to get the better of him. Oh yeah, yeah, Booker, oh, Booker Spartacus. Booker was definitely uh, up, up and up to uh, be trying to do something with that also. So I mean, absolutely. Uh, any final shout outs before we go? Um, shout out to everybody out there that listens. Absolutely. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you for listening. I mean, uh, I agree. And if you have something like I said, please give some. If you got a topic that's bothering you or something, hey, bring it up to us. Let us know what it is because we would love to find out what we can find out for you and and uh, be able to address it. I mean, we like to do national, but we do love to do local stuff too. Absolutely. Uh, we will be releasing uh, later on in the week our complete August lineup. Um, it will be a little bit of a different. Um, different time schedule just because of the candidates so we'll have a lot of the local candidates who are running for the different offices coming on onto the show so we have to work yes. around their schedule so we have to do like a little bit of a later thing or stuff like that yeah we'll um, we have to shuffling a little bit people. exactly so we so we haven't quite figured out how we're going to do that if we're going to film it beforehand and then just air it during our times or something but we must definitely do appreciate everybody for uh hanging out with us i mean you guys you guys have helped out the show immensely but we will be back here friday we'll give you guys a rundown of the democratic debates and uh the goods the bads the uglies who won who fell short and uh who was still way way behind shout out to beto o'rourke yeah there's a yeah <laughs> But all that I can't say all I can't that Buddha check I can always mess his name up but. oh yeah freaking Beto and Buddha judge oh but yeah well yeah Buddha judge has got his hands full he's got a police problem in his own town so. that's right <laughs> so we will be back here with a Friday same bad time same bad channel you guys know me I'm Johnny Christ you see with me as always it's Tommy D guys have a good weekend we will see you Friday later <laughs>